shop Mattress Firm's year-end sale and put an end to junk sleep. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop top-selling brands and get up to 50% off select mattresses, like Sealy Twin Mattresses starting at $224.99 or Serta Twin Mattresses at $349.99. And shop with confidence thanks to our low-price guarantee, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Tell me, is that, a, is that a magnificent gospel? It's one of the most loving gospels we have. And I have to say, on a personal level, I had a brother. So I can identify with the conflict between the two brothers. My brother and I are only three years apart. But I remember a time, and it was his first communion. And of course, um, so he's about seven or eight, I'm around five or six, and he was getting a lot of presents. And my family had a kitchen, it was the main room, and then there was a hallway, and the various rooms went off the hallway, and the back room was the living room, okay? It was the, where we watched TV and hung out. Well, everyone is in the kitchen giving Michael gifts, and cake and celebrating his first communion. And I remember Aunt Josie, she was there. She says, I'm going to take all the smell out of the carnation flower that you're wearing. I'm sniffing it so you have no more smell. And she was joking to give all the attention he got. I was not happy. I was jealous. I was small, but I was jealous. I knew something was wrong inside of me. So I went and pouted in the living room. Now, everyone's in the kitchen. We only have a, we have a small family, but enough that they noticed I was gone. So my father came into the living room and said, what are you doing? I don't want to go in there. What, what's, I don't, I don't want to go in there. My father figured it out. Michael was getting gifts, getting attention, and I was jealous. He sends Michael in. Now, Michael still has his first communion outfit on, his flower and all that good stuff. And he brings me one of his gifts. It happened to be a shirt. I didn't like it anyway. So he brings me the gift and says, here, th this is for you. Now, was he told to do that? Or did, his, did my father tell him to do it or suggest he do it? I don't know. But he brought me a gift. And I said, I don't want it. Nasty son of a gun I was. So I can't say anything else. I'm in church, you know that. So I didn't take the gift. But I still remember, I remember the couch I was on, it was like a velvet kind of chair, it was blue. And I remembered, I call myself Louie, I said, Louie, you're acting like a jerk. Because everybody inside knows you're in here pouting. While they're celebrating, I was pouting because I was jealous. I would get my gifts eventually when I received First Communion and all that. And by the way, I got a Mickey Mouse watch. That was my big gift. But for that moment, I realized as a little kid, I mean, so kids, all you kids that are here today for your first confession, you know what's wrong. You know when you're doing wrong. And we adults, we, we have harnessed that. We've, we've maintained a, a really tight hold on knowing when we're wrong and when we're disrespectful. Michael went back 
with the gift. And I, maybe he left it. And I think he left the gift there. I went back into the kitchen. Nothing was said. I just took my seat and continued the party with the family. Now, when I hear a gospel like this, I say, oh, my God. Now, I didn't take my father's inheritance to go spend it. I didn't do any of those things dramatically. But the key is the father could have said to the son, you left, get out. I don't want to see you anymore. Now, just picture it. This is a parable. And we're supposed to find out what the parable means to us. And I already told you how it hits me. But the parable also could mean that this father is our father, our father in heaven. Jesus is trying to teach these Pharisees and these phonies that were hypocrites what it means to, to hang out with people that are different than you are. They said he's hanging around with poor people, he's hanging around with prostitutes, he's hanging around with tax collectors, he's hanging around with uh, people outside of our family. And, and Jesus, that's Jesus. Jesus loves every one of us. And any of us who look at another person with prejudice in our hearts and eyes, we're, we're disgracing Jesus. We're telling Jesus, get out of my life. So he tells us this story today. Not only you and me, all of us. That God the Father is this Father in the parable. And what does the Father do? He sees the Son. So it means that although the Son was gone for quite a while, the Father really wanted to be united with him and longed to see him. So he's looking around probably every day walking around his property and in the distance he sees the son coming back. He is so happy that the son is coming back. God is so happy when any of us come back to him. Jesus is telling us that. What does the man do? Get a ring, put shoes, guy had no shoes on, put shoes on his feet, dress him up, let's have a great big party and then... My grandmother's phrase was jealousia mangiloki. I don't know how to say that in Spanish, but in English it's jealousy eats people's eyes out. And the son who was, quote, the good son, was so jealous that his father was forgiving, that his father welcomed the son back, that the, that the father allowed the kid to come home and, and, and celebrated his life. The jealousy in that older son was unbelievable. So what does God the Father say to us as the father in this story says to his son? You who didn't sin, you're always with me. And I love you and everything I have is yours. But the brother or sister who sinned, the brother or sister who committed a crime, the brother or sister who did wrong is coming home. And he's done his penance. He's coming home. I have to celebrate. God says about us, when any of my children come home, whether they're this big or senior citizens, when they come home, I celebrate. It doesn't look like I'm celebrating but I put my priests in my place so my priests can hear what the sins that were committed 
are all about. And the priest doesn't judge. He's only my emissary. And the priest listens and maybe gives advice and gives you a prayer or penance. And then I dance around my heavenly home. God, the Father, dance around my heavenly home because another one's back. And Jesus even said that once. He said, you know, there's more joy in heaven over one person who comes back to the Father and confesses his or her sin than a whole church full that does, don't need to come back. So those of us who are not sinners, get out. <laughs> Everybody laughs. How come? So, so we all know, we're all talking to each other. We're, we're talking to ourselves, and the gospel's talking to us today. We who are sinners, those of you who are not sinners, those of you who are, are good and you're in good relationship to God and you have no wrongs on your conscience, God bless you, and you're always with the Father. That's Jesus' words. But for the rest of us, we come during the season of Lent, and some of us will experience the sacrament of penance today, and we come during the season of Lent to confess our sins. I don't care how big or how small it is, how, how you think you are right. No. When you sin and you insult and you hurt people's feelings and you get even and the list goes on and on, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm sorry. There's no justification in sinning against another person by word or action. There's no sinning. There's no, there's no excuse for sinning in your mind even, wishing evil on another person. There's no excuse for that. These are your father's children. All of us gathered here are our father's children. And if he welcomes us back, we've got to welcome each other back. Every day. Not only today at the Sacrament of Penance, but every day. Catch ourselves. Am I the envious child or am I the child asking forgiveness? You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque.